As we're finishing up our series on anxiety, this week we're looking at rest and how it can be a huge key in helping us not feel anxious and constricted uh, and making our lives be ones that are ready to serve God whenever we can. So let's get into it. So this week we're talking about rest. And in Greek, the word that they use for anxiety um, is actually, it means narrowness, right? Kind of like a constricting narrowness, like something can't get through, right? So I want us to think of this in picture of if you have or you know someone who does have asthma, it's kind of like that, right? Like where their airways constrict and it's hard for them to breathe. And that's kind of all you can focus on when that's happening, right? Because it's a serious thing. You need to do it. It has this immediacy and you have to, that's all you do. Your focus is narrowed on that, right? That's exactly what anxiety does. It's a perfect picture of it, right? Um, but if if you have a friend or you maybe had asthma, maybe you had to do a, like a, a, had this machine and you could do breathing treatments. I had a friend like that uh, when we were little and we always just thought he was super cool because he got to do like a Darth Vader noise with this machine, right? But uh, when we're able to open up and see a broader picture, the anxiousness can roll away, just like that medicine would come in and open up the airways, and then um, he could breathe easier. The same thing happens for us. So that's the reason we've been talking about these things. We've been talking about belonging and making sure that we belong and know that we're not that we don't isolate ourselves, um, that we understand that we are not in control of everything, right? That the world does not rise and fall on uh, us being in charge, and that. Our purpose means something, that if our purpose is just for success or, or chasing our own random wild thoughts, uh, life will often get anxious because we'll try to figure out how to do it and not know how. And this week we're going to talk about rest. Uh, uh, a cool quote from a guy named Wayne Mueller uh, that kind of goes back to last week when we talked about what our purpose is. He says, a successful life can become a violent enterprise. I really like that quote because it reminds us that if our definition of successful is wrong, it can be a thing that wrecks our entire lives. It can make us do things that we wouldn't normally do. It can push us to make bad choices, hurt relationships, um, forsake things that are healthy and good for us so we can reach this quote-unquote success. Right. So in thinking that one of those things that I think our culture always, always, always um, gets rid of for us, says that it's not okay, is to rest, right? When was the last time you actually rested? I don't mean like you've done so much that you got a chance to sleep finally and you slept for 18 hours. Like that's not real rest. Like you shouldn't get to the point where that's like a complete necessity. It happens sometimes, but shouldn't be like your norm, right? That shouldn't be your rest. Or when you have time off, is all you do is like stare at a screen and like watch a show or a movie on Netflix or, or Hulu or something, right? Like if that's all we do with our free time, we're not ever really resting because we're constantly taking things in, right? And it doesn't mean that all those things are bad, but it means that there comes a point where we have to just actually rest. And what does rest actually mean, right? Um, it actually kind of looks like this thing that God tells his people to do all throughout the Bible. He tells people to do this thing called a Sabbath, right? Which is literally taking a day off. So it's in the Ten Commandments, but also um, here we're going to read a, 
an excerpt from it from Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 10. Moses is reminding the people, Remember to observe the Sabbath as a holy day. Six days are for your daily duties and your regular work, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest before the Lord your God. On that day you are to do no work of any kind, nor shall your son, daughter, or servants, whether men or women, or your cattle or your house guests. For in six days the Lord made the heaven, earth, and sea, and everything in them, and rested on the seventh day. So he blessed the Sabbath day and set it aside for rest. All right. God's very serious about this. And then the Jewish people, even up to Jesus' day, that was one of the things they got so mad at Jesus about because he like healed someone on the Sabbath, right? And the the Pharisees were so mad. They're like, you can't work on the Sabbath day. And Jesus is like, you guys don't understand what it means. Like you can't do good to someone on the Sabbath. Is that why God told you to rest? So you just couldn't even do good for someone, for a fellow human being? Like Jesus is like, you guys don't get it. Right, but the idea of taking a Sabbath, of taking a time to rest and be intentionally in God's presence, not let everything else be coming at us, is a good practice for us. Um, one of the things I, I haven't been amazing at this, like on a daily level, until Owen was born, and after um, he kind of got a little bigger, trying to get him to fall asleep at night was like difficult for us so sometimes we would like set outside out in the living room on the couch for like an hour or so like just in the dark with nothing happening so that way he could fall asleep and at first I was like oh this is annoying I could be doing blah 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 or blah blah and then like I really kind of came to treasure that time because it was a time where either if I was holding him or Janine was holding him like we could just like relax and just think about our day we could pray to God the whole time and just kind of think through what we've done, what we haven't done, um, ask God what he's thinking, how, how can we do better, what can we get ready for tomorrow. And then by the time we got him in bed and my head hit the pillow, I was out, right? It was like I've been sleeping so much better since we've done something sort of like that with our time and I don't ever want to get rid of it, right? It's, it's a daily rest, a daily like reflecting on our day and giving it to God and hearing from him. And it's been an amazing thing, right? So another quote from this Wayne Mueller guy, because he wrote a book about rest. So uh, he says, Sabbath requires surrender. If we only stop when we are finished with all of our work, we will never stop. Because our work is never completely done. With every accomplishment, there arises a new responsibility. This is my favorite part of this quote. Sabbath dissolves the artificial urgency of our days because it liberates us from the need to be finished, right? Sometimes what we're doing never ends, right? It's an ongoing thing. So you just have to take a rest in it. You can't just keep plowing through until you're done, right? Taking a rest is good. Sometimes even if you're working on a project really hard and you just like take a step back and you come back to it and then you have fresh eyes, stuff goes a lot quicker. I have to do that a lot. Like if I'm working on something, I get super frustrated. I just have to take a step back and be like, okay, I'm going to look at this later because right now I'm just running my head up against a wall, <laughs> right? And it normally goes better, but right, it dissolves the artificial urgency of our days. Our whole culture is predicated on this, right? With our consumeristic ways, with um, ads and stuff coming at us all the time, like there's this artificial urgency that they're trying to place on us to get us to buy things that kind of has seeped into all 
of what we do. So how do we get rid of it? Because that's a big part of what our anxiousness is. We have this urgency that we have to do, 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 go, go, go. But Jesus even does. Um, in the very first chapter of Mark's gospel, Jesus um, heals some of the disciples' mom. She, they go over to her house, and she's sick. He heals her, and then a bunch of people here, and tons of people come and flock to Jesus. So the next morning, it says in verse Mark chapter 1, verse 35, the next morning he was up long before daybreak and went out alone into the wilderness to pray. Jesus did this a lot. After he fed the 5,000, he went off by himself to pray, right? He go, before he goes to the cross, he goes off to pray, right? Like he takes time to rest and be with God. Please do not miss how important this is for us, right? I don't know what it looks like for you being in nature, um, sleep, try and fall asleep without staring at your phone till you pass out. It's a good thing for us. Physiologically, it's a good thing. So reflect on your day. Maybe do a daily exam and I'll uh, text it out to everybody and put it on Facebook and Instagram and stuff so you can kind of see um, what it might look like to kind of run through your day and like check it against God and give him space and time to speak to you. Like maybe you don't do it every day, but maybe you do it once a week. Whatever it is, take some time to actually rest and then feel that tightness, that narrowness of anxiety lift off of you. Love you guys. God bless.